Welcome to the Ape Talks. As always, this is your host, Mr. Ape, and I hope you enjoy the 44th installment of me talking to someone else. So tell me about Sumerian history. What, what is there to tell about Sumerian history? Basically, if you want to talk about history, you have to go back like, uh, where did it all start from, right? Right. Like logically. Sure. So let's say the first civilization on Earth existed in this region uh, in a place called, uh, they call themselves Sumerians, right? Is that what they call themselves? Yep. Really? Okay. If you want to talk about civilization, the first civilization that ever existed on Earth, talked about everything we already know. So basically, everything we already have is developed based on what they discovered. We didn't discover anything like after them, except that we developed it. True. If you want to talk about law, if you want to talk about how people live together, the rules, the society, everything, it existed back then. And it's not only my talk, it's not only an opinion, but you can search about it and like you'll find out, ah, okay, that's what the Sumerians said, you know right. what I mean? But said it in a different way. But do you, don't you think there was anyone before the Sumerians? Because history is very limited. It's only what we do know. True. And there's a lot we don't know. True. So I'm sure like su- su- the Sumerians weren't the first civilization. Probably. Right. But, but that's what history says. Fair enough. They that's say, what we know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They say that it's the first civilization that ever existed. But it's not the first. <laughs> Definitely. True. That's what we know about. It's the first expressive civilization. The first civilization that wrote the letter. The, the letter. civilization that decided to write what they discovered about. Hmm. That we, that we know of. Yes, okay. exactly. That's how we know of. Right. Because I'm sure there are other civilizations. Like, you see these cave paintings of, like, these animals. Yeah. That are yeah, yeah, thousands true, true, of true, thousands true. of years I agree. old. I agree. That's their way of communicating yes. what they know. You know? Yes, I agree. So I maybe agree. Uh, maybe there were people before the Sumerians. But as but what you think is, to this point so far, that we, what we know of for sure is they were the first that actually put it into text. True, true. That's what they say about. That's what historians talk about. Because, like, uh, before, you know, like, you know about the drawings. Do you know more than that? No, I no. personally don't. Yeah. I'm, not a histori- <laughs> I'm not a historian like you are. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not a historian, but I'm, I'm a, like... Enthusiast uh, in history. Yeah, enthusiast uh, in history. So, I tried to search about other stuff, but you, you can't find something that dates back before the Sumerians. About a civilization that existed together as a community... Uh, with enough technology and enough like se- philosophy and everything and rules, you know, like how do you define civilization? Rules set for a large group of people that can survive on that rules, right? True. That's how humanity exists. Let's say in the US or whatever, in any country in the world, if we don't have rules and we don't have like the basics of civilization, we will not exist as a civilization by itself. Okay, so how these people existed in the first place, right? So basically the history says that they were sea people that came to the region and then like uh, they settled in this region and then they built a civilization and then they call themselves Sumerians. You know what I mean? Right. There, There is no evidence uh, to say that, like, 
people some, from that place moved to this place. There were uh, no visas back yeah. then. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? So it's, it's hard Definitely. to tell those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know what's really a shame to me is when you have these people that have written books thousands of years ago when they get destroyed. Like, when you look at what Genghis Khan did yeah, to the yeah, libraries. Yeah. Uh, library in Baghdad, library in Alexandria. When history talks about uh, Genghis Khan, that he destroyed the library of Alexandria, let's say. Right. Okay, do you know what th what that means? Like, I'm asking you. That's a big question. What do you mean exactly? Okay, so basically, a library of Alexandria. We don't know what what kind of information that they uh, that they had in that library, right? Right. But it's basically maybe two, three, four thousand years ago, uh, discoveries, uh, science, a philosophical thing that they wrote about. That's what they mean by they destroyed that library it's not that like the uh, that any library that it's been destroyed it's the library the library of uh, human beings the library of civilization you know what i mean it's crazy it's like some guy in the modern day just deletes the internet you know what i mean and we lose everything we have is based on information that we had before right there's nothing discovered recently it's based on something an idea but like Okay, I will give you a perfect example, something I read like recently. And like uh, our concept that uh, we have, uh, how many planets do we think we have? In our solar system? Yeah. Like eight or nine or something, right? More. Now, recently, I think they're talking about 13. Oh, really? But it was like nine or 10, if you want to say. So it's a theoretical question that there were 12 planets that's what we what we are talking about and now 11 planet existed do you know which civilization talked about 12 planet and we never believed it and we laughed about it which civilization sumerians really <laughs> yes wow. in every tablet that we discovered they always talk about 12 planet how did, did those people knew okay since now let's say they talk about 12 planets Although we're very advanced in science and we know better, you know, because back then they were like just scavenging for food and they know about a uh, 12 planet that existed. I mean, how could they knew? That's the question. And what's your opinion on this? How do, how do you think they found I out? think they were more advanced than us, maybe not in technology, but in different ways, maybe in ways that we cannot explain. Well, when you look at ancient Egyptians, yeah. and you look at these pyramids that took intense and magnificent calculations to get these gigantic stones that God knows how they even got them there. Exactly. And they all aligned perfectly. And True. They, I mean, True. it's just, it's crazy if you think about that. True. So who knows what they knew? And there's no way of us, maybe at, at least at this point, finding that out. Which is a shame, because you, you are right. You did mention earlier, you were telling me that we are essentially uh, creations of the past knowledge we have. We are a result of this knowledge. True. And you were, making me the, you were telling me that if, you, if we didn't come up with what we did come up, we wouldn't be where we are today. But I think there's always a, a situation where even if, let's say, Alex didn't come up with X, yeah. there will be Jimmy eventually who will come up with C. True. And, and C will work eventually. I agree. You know I what agree. I mean? So... You know, it's all about the ego of wanting to take credit. It was us or it was them or it was these people who figured this out. But in, in reality, eventually, we're going to get to a certain point where things work. 
to, to, to some sort of unique level. Maybe we came up with the internet, but maybe in a thousand mm, years, mm, mm, we didn't mm. discover this route of technology. Okay, so if, if you want to talk about internet historical-wise, uh, it was like something that the military used to use before it was like uh, a consumer use, you know what Most I mean? Most technologies are like that, yes. actually. Uh, it's based on military. But basically every civilization that existed, they developed themselves because of uh, military True. purposes. For survival, for dominant, that's how a human mind, uh, you know, uh, like uh, think. I'm not an expert in psychology, <laughs> but uh, the psychology of a human being, if you put it in, if you put a human being in a in a corner, okay, he become more creative than you think. He would do anything to get out of this corner. He just want to survive you know right. create create a mean to get out this out of this corner the recent history teach us about the pyramids they taught me that the pyramids existed to bury some famous pharaoh or whatever but it's strong like in every scientific community nobody can prove you that there was a famous pharaoh who was you know buried in that pyramid Nobody. I can assure you 100%. I search about it a lot. And there was not one single pharaoh that was discovered buried in a pyramid. Really? Not even one. But <laughs> I don't know the concept how it got to us that, yeah, pharaohs with, were, you know, buried in a pyramid. But that's not true. But didn't they get those like pharaohs that they have in museums out of the pyramids? No. Where did they find them? Uh, near the pyramid, you know, on really? the vicinity of the pyramid, but never in a pyramid. That's what I discovered because I, I searched for it. But in, in like educational uh, stuff that we learn about, they tell you, okay, uh, like uh, pharaohs were buried in a pyramid. But that's not true. I don't know why we learn it. Maybe you should ask <laughs> my teacher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's you know crazy, what I mean? Man. Because they always okay. So basically, the theory that uh, mummies were buried in a pyramid because they found like something similar to uh, a tomb inside the pyramid, but they never found a body, and they call it like uh, a queen chamber and a king chamber, but they never found a mummy inside it. Hmm. So what do you think was the purpose? I of think these? it's a uh, like just some scientist trying to prove his point, as simple as that. Even though I never discovered pharaohs were in the pyramid, but that's what I say. And they're like, oh, okay, the scientific community, okay, we will teach this generation that pharaohs were built, were uh, sorry, were buried in the pyramids. Although there's no proof, it's just theoretical, and you just found a tomb inside the pyramid. So we don't know the purpose of the pyramid, why they were built. Still, the question is still there. There are a lot of theories. Some will tell you it's a tomb. Some will tell you it's a power generator. <laughs> but I don't know. I search what's, up a lot about theory? it. What's your theory on this topic? I still don't know. <laughs> I, I would love to know, you know. But like, okay, if you think about it, uh, as simple as that. Why? in the middle of fucking desert, they would build a pyramid. Something that needs a lot of investment, time investment, money investment, 
I have no idea, but it, it's just what's fascinating to me is like imagine we, like me and you want to build something and it's gonna take ten generations. Okay. Like how crazy is that? You know True. what I mean? Like let's just build something. We're not even gonna see the first ten percent of it. Yeah. But in our lifetimes, but let's just start building it anyway. To me, that's insane how long term these people's thinking were, and people who do things on a long term basis usually. They're, they're pretty smart because they figured out that short-term satisfaction exactly. is not worth it. So exactly. that's a very, very powerful thing to have. And that's something we're losing in this modern day with these short-term satisfactions that we've invented for ourselves. True, true. So you can't even begin to fathom what beautiful things they must have been able to come up with, with this way of thinking and just with this way of thinking alone. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But what, what pisses me off is what historians talk about and how they built it. I mean, did they build really a pyramid with just chisel and like copper and like, you know, somebody like knocking on some rocks? I mean, it doesn't make sense. If you if you ask any uh, engineer, he would dispro- disprove this concept. It's impossible. Nobody, no, no matter how many uh, work labor you have, it doesn't make sense. Have you read Graham Hancock's work, by the way? No. He believes that pyramids are much older than they actually are. Yeah. And uh, he's very fascinating. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Yeah, he, he's a really interesting or, guy. Or or I read something about he was in, you know, like uh, affected by his theory, maybe. 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 Probably. Because uh, Cause I heard that uh, concept and I believe in it. Because they existed and like people discover it and then they lived near it. Right. As as simple as that. They found it there and like, okay, it's mine now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. If I found the fucking pyramid, I would say, yeah, that's mine. Nobody knows, you know? True. <laughs> I, I would claim it for myself. But let, let's say you want to, to be a king or something. You want to lead people to your, uh, you know, kingdom. I mean, I probably would, yeah. I, I would say like, oh, guys... I have a pyramid like in Egypt, you know, back in Egypt. You want to come? Like, you see, uh, what kind of pyramid? What do you? What are you talking about? Like I say, it's a giant ch- structure. And when they see it, like, wow, are, are you a god or something? How did you build it? Oh, like I said, I built it by my hands, huh? Yeah, because I'm, I'm such a productive guy. <laughs> and people guy. will follow you. Right. Or my ancestor built it. You can make a story that makes sense and then let people will follow you. But anyway, I think they discovered it. Um, it was already there. The Egyptians discovered yeah, it. Exactly. Really? Uh, we we're talking about pharaohs or, uh, you know, Egyptian civilization that we know. I think they found it there. And there are evidence, actually. Okay, so basically, this engineer, civil engineer, he talks about the Sphinx. And uh, he shows on the Sphinx that there were like raindrops that made the, you know, like a, a pattern on the Sphinx. But like all, all we know that in Egypt, it wasn't raining that much, you know what right. I mean? So basically, based on this theory, he he says like, uh, okay, so the Sphinx existed more before than the era that they talk about. Because it was in the desert back then. That's why like the pattern of rain existed on the Sphinx. It's crazy. It it makes you think, uh, which is good. You don't have to believe everything that like uh, that they teach you in school or whatever. You have to search about it. Maybe something else will make more sense for than you. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. It's true. I mean, a lot of uh, knowledge and information that you gather that you tend to 
love is usually something you you aspire to go and learn about true you know what i mean if true. i force you to sit down in the classroom and hear about all these things i would never <laughs> you know what i mean you're not going to gravitate to it unless it's something that really resonates with you true, true. but most of the time people who really get invested in th- this kind of information are people who just take it to themselves to go out and do their own research and, and to discover these interesting concepts i think you have to be curious right i think if you're not curious then you would believe any story that's told you know and it's over and you wouldn't even question it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then, like, we discover, oh, okay, the official story even changes with time, by the way. They tell you, oh, okay, now we discovered that we don't, uh, okay, uh, let's say about the pyramids, they never discovered the mummy that's buried in, pir- uh, in a pyramid. Okay, so it's not a tomb. So then what is it? Then you question it, right? Right. And science talk about it today. They question what they talked about before. So it's not a given, it's a theory. Do you ever contemplate what happens after death? I do. Everybody does. Right. Right? True. Like, is there something after it? One. That's the first question that occurred to your head, right? Right. But I think, like, if you want to talk about science, energy transforms into something else. And we are energy, right? True. Biological energy. True. Nobody can deny that. But can you prove that you change from one state to another? You can't prove it scientifically. You can have a theory about it. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. That's my... I'm not knowledgeable enough to correct you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, if I want to think about it right now, uh, that's how I think. I would think, like, uh, we will transform into another kind of energy. Maybe we will feed the, uh, you know, some other animals that exist on the planet. I don't know. We're part of an uh, ecosystem that uh, is, is self-sustained or something. I don't know. Yeah. Do, do you think there is a spirit inside you or inside me? Well, personally, I do. Really? Personally, I do. Why? If you want to talk about history, every civilization that existed, they believed in spirits. Everyone. You know, Vikings, they did pharaohs, they did Sumerians, they did... Like, only recently, they don't believe in spirits. How did they get the concept of spirits? And why did they believe in that? Was it psychological? That's those are the real questions, but don't judge them. You know what I mean? Right. The real questions is a psychological like to have a purpose on earth, maybe to do things in a certain way, maybe to be better people. Who knows? It could be, and it could be something real. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's definitely a bad thing to look down on those people just because we don't understand yeah, exactly. why they came with those exactly. came up with those theories. I agree. I agree. I I totally agree. I right. I really don't like how. You know, like uh, the the science the science community that exists today, how they talk about like, okay, our ancestors were stupid; they believed in a certain god or whatever, but they they were not, man. Every science you have today is because of them. How can you disrespect them? And every civilization has their own weaknesses and strengths in their own way. True. How can you prove? that people back then, how, how did they know about astrology and how did they know about uh, 12 planets, even though they have n- never made a, ch- a shuttle, you know, to go to, s- to space, which is really a, a, a very interesting subject to talk about, you know? What's your theory on that? Do you think they had technology or they, they were given this information by another civilization? Technology, it can be in many ways. 
It's not just, uh, you know, industrial technology. Now we have industrial, right? We have the internet, we have machinery, we have certain things that we use that we call technology. But before, maybe there was a different, different kind of technology that we cannot explain. And that's what science actually talk about. How did they build the pyramids? They don't know. They, they try to explain it, yes, but in reality, uh, it's not... Uh, okay, so tell, they tell you, you know, that Khofu built three fucking pyramids in 50 years span. If you want to talk about the labor force and the material that needed to be transported, and I think, like, they need uh, three million tons of certain type of rocks to Limestone, move it right? to move it from one place to another that's 500 miles away and he built three fucking pyramids in 50 years it doesn't make sense for any engineer that, <laughs> that studied okay that studied all their life in the university that he can do he can do that you know what i mean because we don't know what technology they used if yeah it's they, true. they used a certain type of technology i don't know what it is they don't know what it is because we don't know it we, we will never know the answer you know maybe Until we, we will maybe we will but you will never know you can like just put theories and like okay you believe in this more or you believe in this more and then it becomes perspective more than actual reality some people think that when you die you you get all the answers do you think that's true or do you think you die? You still die not knowing shit. <laughs> How could I know? I I never died before. You. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know. know what I don't I remember mean? dying before either. But yeah. if you had, to, what's your theory on this? You know all the answers. Why would you know all the answers? Answers for what? For you know, for your life on Earth, it, it's irrelevant. You transformed from one certain you know particle or energy to another energy. Why would you know like? Uh, the answers about the af the you know the, the life, life before yeah exactly true it makes sense I mean if you look at it like this like let's say I lived in a certain place and I used to yeah. go to this certain school I used to be around these group of people and then one day I leave this community and I enter a new one it's like I died in that past life because it's like I was living with these people in this true. community and moving on to this next one is yeah. like moving becoming a new thing becoming a new kind of energy dying in the old way and becoming a new thing and i tend to look back at those experiences as though i do know the answers but because i have this kind of arrogance about myself because i'm a human being which makes yeah. me arrogant yeah and then i t i tend to have these theories on why I, I am like this and oh i should have done that or i did this mistake or i did this right thing back then and it almost feels as those arrogance makes me feel as though i knew i know now what i didn't you know, yes, I may have learned some new things True. progressing, but I don't know why I feel this way. You know what I mean? Like, is, Do you think it's just the sole root of my I, I ego? I don't think it's random, by the way. I, I don't think it's random at all because every human being, uh, like even your viewers or whatever, like they think about it, but they don't uh, think about it that much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. If you want to go that deep, I always want to go deep. Yeah. If you want to talk about your cycle of life, it could be similar to any cycle of life that existed on Earth. Because you're a human being, if you want. Make it logical, you know? So you live the same pattern that other human beings lived even like 10,000 years ago, or 1 million years ago, you know what I mean? Mm. So every human being asked that question. <laughs> Am I only developing myself? You know, why do I change by time? 
maybe civilization works the same way. You know what I mean? They discover certain ways and then they develop it and then they change. They never stay constant. And that's what I have a problem with how modern science explain how ancient civilization exists. Yeah, you know in a negative I mean? way. Or like they are impressed of what they did. But how he did it, it was like really, really ancient and it was like, you know. It's the arrogance that yeah, people yeah, have yeah, these yeah, days. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Uh, it's always going to be like that. People always look. Which is weird, you know, like, yeah. can you build it? Can you do it? Can you build a, a certain structure that you can't even put your visa card inside between two rocks? How did they fucking do it? If you look at human beings and you look at civilizations, they're basically the same thing. A human being is basically a civilization of bacteria that slowly develop. Who knows? Maybe in my brain, there's like a there's a there's a office where you can go do paperwork <laughs> to do visa to get this to this yeah, part yeah. of my brain. Why not? You know what I mean? And civilizations are basically living organisms that are slowly developing with a bunch of different sectors. You know what I mean? You have the heart, you have the brain of the True. civilization, you have the True. you have the government. You know what I mean? You have the art art building where where all the culture comes from the heart and all yeah. <laughs> All kinds of crazy shit come, yeah. comes out of these different By the way, I love cultures that comes from the heart, you know, because, okay, so I, I don't know if anybody knows. How about if I tell you that somebody that existed uh, 2,000 years ago before Einstein that discovered that time is not linear as well and it's cyclic and it's perspective and it depends on how you see time. Hmm. How did he discover it? He was, his name is called Shamsuddin Tabrizi. Okay. He was Persian. And he was a... They call him a poet or a, you know, like a philosophist or whatever. But for me, when I read a sentence that he talks about time and how it's relative to one human being to another and it's not linear, then he's a fucking scientist. He's not a f just philosophy, you know. He's not talking philosophy. He's talking about real science that is discovered recently, proven recently. He couldn't prove it, maybe, but he knew it. How? The question is, how did they knew it? Man, that's crazy. Who knows, man? Yeah. When you talk about spirituality, and he was actually very spiritual, and that's the point. Maybe spirituality will teach you something. We can merge it with science because I'm not talking about religion. He was a Muslim, Sufi, whatever. It doesn't matter to us, right? Maybe you're not. But how can you reach that state that that person reached it? You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if you want to reach it, then you have to understand how did he reach it. And then you have to read what he wrote about. Let me ask you a question. Why do you think science does not combine elements of spirituality in science? Uh, the, the conflict between spirituality and science is just fictional. It's, the, it's not there. Because everyone uh, who goes into science, he thinks about both sides. And when he cannot explain it with science, then he goes with the spiritual side. <laughs> and if you're really open-minded enough and you see both sides... Uh, maybe then you will get a better result. I think so. If you go uh, like literally just spiritual, you will not get any answer. And if you go just like by science, recent science I'm talking about, uh, you will get maybe half the answer. Spirituality and science is, is on the same path, but they separate it. That's my theory. Okay, 
I, I just asked you a question. How can a guy that knows nothing about, you know, technology that we have today, he knows about time and how time functions? How did he know? Then spiritual spirituality goes with science. It doesn't go against it. I mean, if you look back at the ancient healers, the, the, uh, the shamans, you know yeah. what I mean? They were like the tribe, the people who held the most information in the tribe. Right, people yeah, would go to true. them to get medicine true. and wisdom. So these people were like a combination of like a doctor and a spiritual leader, like a priest. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. With both both elements in one. You know, a lot of our arts today, like a barber. I agree. Barbers originally were some kinds of doctors too. Yeah, you know, yeah, they performed yeah. medical surgeries on people, not just cut hair. True. So there's a lot of these in intercepting uh, arts that go together that we now we've separated and specialized. I agree. More I of. agree because. That spiritual guy that, uh, you know, uh, was living, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe he was like uh, milking some cows or something to make a living. <laughs> he never <laughs> right. he never was uh, in a university. And then, like you hear about them 3000 years later, then he wasn't just some guy, you know, even that he was just a spiritual guy. No, uh, like uh, he left a legacy behind him just by spirituality. And I think the modern science, the, the problematic things uh, in it, that it really focuses on separating everything that's, they call it mythological or spiritual or religious figures or, you know, they separate them. Well, the thing about scientists, <laughs> you know what I mean, is they like to dissect shit. Yeah. Because they like to break things down. And this is the method they use of understanding things by measuring and testing. And yes, there are things that we don't know yet how to explain it with science. Maybe one day we will know. But there are some things that are very difficult to explain. But what, the, what uh, okay, but the problem is that you can read in history that they discovered it before. And now they are proving it. That's the only uh, difference between before and now. True. And that's what I talk about when I talked about, I gave an example about the planets. How did, how did they talk about it? You well, know what like I mean? Well, just like you were saying, you know, before we combined most of these arts, so maybe a scientist was also a spiritual leader in some way. You know, today we call it science, and this is our method of doing it by yeah. dissection. Yeah, yeah, true. And this is, and we do get results from it. We've we've invented medicine. You know, I'm sure you know a lot about medicine yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. because of your background. And we, we've we've actually got a lot of useful utilities out of it. And just because we don't understand the past doesn't mean we should criticize it, like you've been saying this whole time. True. But at the same time. We don't know what, what the kind of science they used, what kind of combinations of arts they used. You know, we use dissection, we use measurement, we use analytics and all kinds of things like this. We do. Right? We do. Who knows what kind of techniques and methods and mechanics they used. They used to do it. Yeah. But I think uh, the, the concept of, of how they did it is the same. Maybe it's very similar to what we have today. The only difference is, do you believe in spirituality or not? And that's, that's what I noticed. I swear. Okay, so let's say Shamsuddin Tabrizi or name it, anybody you know. Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, let's say. How did he discover what he discovered, right? How did, how did they discover Greek fire? How did they make... Is it called Greek fire? Greek fire. That is one of the most fascinating <laughs> inventions. Yeah, yeah. Also a result uh, as military of military. Used. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't even know how to make it. Yeah, true. Now. True, 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 true. It's That's very, insane. very interesting. Have you seen Game of Thrones, by the way? 
Yeah, a little bit. They but... use it in Game of Thrones, even. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like it's it's a crazy kind of technology that just keeps burning. That they used to use in. What sea about mummi- mummification? We can't do it the same way that they, they used to do it. True, but we have our own methods of preservation. Yeah, you know? but it's true. Like we we don't know how to do a lot of things they used to know true. how to do. And that's crazy. And how we still have the balls to look down on those fuckers. Yeah, that's that's my only criticism, you know. Like, we're a great civilization, I agree. Maybe it's empty in spirit. And that's my uh, my negative view of the modern civilization. What would you like to change if you had the power to change in this modern civilization? Maybe look more into us. How do we exist? Uh, why do we exist? W- without being a little bit uh, biased. Which is very difficult to do yeah, because we're very, so close-minded. Yeah, very difficult. Because we, we are, as human beings, uh, difficult-minded, you know, yeah. <laughs> close-minded. Yeah. If, we, if we're very open, I think, like, we would look at things in a different way. What do you think we need to do to change that, to become more open-minded, do you think? Uh, we just have to have curiosity, maybe. But we have to let go of everything, like, we have... Uh, of okay i like this i will not like the other thing you know what i mean so we need to be more open to different more trying open, different definitely, things definitely and what where do you think curiosity comes from from to an individual like what do you think creates and spawns and plants the seed of curiosity you have it what do you think I have it. I think. <laughs> I think you have it. What makes you think i have it? Definitely from the first time i saw you yeah i think you have it. <laughs> When I met you, I think you have a lot of curiosity. Where do you think that it originated from? Whenever you're denied of something, you, it creates a hunger inside of you. Let's say yeah. I denied to give you a second cup of that tea. By the way, give me your cup if you want some more <laughs> okay. tea. Let's say as an example, I yeah. wanted to deny you having a second cup of tea. Maybe you would become so curious as to want to invent your own tea. And to True. want to start researching how to make teas like this. But why do you do it? That's the question. Because you were denied, and this. Whenever... No, 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 no. I'm talking deeper level. Ooh, okay. Explain a little bit more. So <laughs> okay, I'm let's on your talk level. DNA. Let's say. Okay. Maybe you have it in your own DNA. I don't know. What do you mean exactly? Like in okay. my DNA to be curious? Yes. Well, I think it's a necessity. I, I mean... think it's a, an evolution of human beings to be curious. I think we have it, but some people use it, and some other people don't use it that much. You have to excite it, you know. In every gene, by the way, if we want to talk about biology, uh, you know, I don't know if you heard about it, but we have certain genes that are inactivated in our body, right? Right. Okay. They get activated by certain factors. Maybe psychological. uh, It could be uh, biological, you know. Like a fear, for example. Yep. So your theory is everyone has the curiosity gene. <laughs> We're all curious human beings. But how much you use it, it depends on the, you know, environmental factors, maybe psychological factors, maybe uh, what you've been through in your life. I think so, yeah. Because I also had a feeling when I also met you that you're also quite a curious kind of guy. True. You know what I mean? I got that feeling from you. Where, where do you think you got that uh, curiosity from yourself? My, exactly. I... Um, I cannot explain it, to be honest. Can you explain your curiosity? Maybe you would relate it to past events. I I think it's always uh, goes back to there. Maybe how you were raised, maybe uh, the environment that you were in, maybe all the environment that you were in, you were not interested in it, and then you tried to search for something uh, that you belong to. 
man, finding a com- <laughs> community is so important. True. You know, we're always looking to whatever you're sitting with a group of people and you're like, I don't like to sit with these motherfuckers. True, true. You know, I want to, I want to figure out some cooler shit right now to hang out with. And I agree. That I think that's a big thing that does, you know, that that has that effect that makes you want to be curious, to, makes you want to discover new things. I think that's how civilization develops. If you want to talk about history, have you ever played Civilization, the game? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a great fucking game because it literally, it's like it shows you the his- history in a week. True. Like a match takes true, a week. True. Right? I love yeah. it. Even like, like I began before it. I began Age of Empires before it. You know what I love about uh, Age of Empires is the fact that you you have these giant creatures that you can develop. You know how like in generals you have the scut storms, you have these ultis, yeah, yeah, like these yeah. giant whip weapons that destroy your opponent. Age of Empires, their theirs are like mythological gods that just True. you have to pray to them or something. You have to get enough prayer points, and you spawn this giant motherfucker, <laughs> and he just destroys the enemy's base. Yeah, the, like, yeah. And all these concepts, you know, like if when we talk about giants, and you can go to mythology. You know how the Greeks uh, talk about mythology. Not a lot, actually. I don't. I'm not very knowledgeable in this. Topic. You don't. So uh, please tell me. Okay, so basically, from what I know. Vikings, Greeks, and a lot of other civilization on Earth talk about a lot of like mythical creatures that existed. You know, the Chinese talk about the dragons. Uh, the Vikings talked about you know uh, Valhalla or whatever, and some <laughs> creature and Floki. And uh, you've watched Vikings, Vikings the yeah. series, right? What's the name of that execution where you have to die voluntarily um, with your lungs on your ch- shoulders? And okay, if you don't they, scream, you get into Valhalla. If we, if we don't remember it, the fans will hit us, you know. <laughs> Let them hit us, bro. We can take a hit or two. I'm just saying how crazy that shit is. I mean, Valhalla as a concept is insane. This spiritual heaven... Of, for Vikings, where if you if you don't die in battle, you don't get in. Basically, yeah. I don't think there's a hell for Vikings. It's just you're in Valhalla or you're not, bitch. You know what I mean? It's like a club. True. Did you get in? No, I didn't. True, oh, you true. motherfucker! Your outfit wasn't. Cool Nobody's enough. going to Valhalla these days. You no know? one. Like, I mean, it's fucking crazy how tough these people were. These Vikings to the point. I, mean, I think I, it's about the environment, you know, because they were in a tough environment as well. Yeah. In Sweden and, and uh, you know, Denmark and uh, those countries were not really uh, hostile. Uh, it's not, they cannot grow their own crops. Uh, they have to hunt for it. And, you know, they have a harsh winter. So basically it makes sense that they developed a certain afterlife that they have to go to when they fight and die in battle. It makes sense, actually. Maybe it was like a political thing. I don't know. I don't think it's it's really uh, a belief system that really existed. I think maybe it was a concept that was planted inside of them to just fight and conquer other civilizations, you know, because to get more loot because yeah. of their environment. And if I was a politician back then <laughs> in their own country <laughs> or a neural... I would say, yeah, people, you have to fight to go to Valhalla, you know. If you bring more loot to Denmark, more gold, and then you will go to Valhalla and you will have a better life. Right. Which makes sense, actually, if you think about it right now. I I just had this idea. I never thought about it before. Definitely. I mean, it does help promoting this concept. True. It does get you more (laughs) shit in the end of the day. And it gives them some psychedelics, you know, uh, in their drinks or something. True, true. Man, man, imagine being a Viking on shrooms, running with axes (laughs) into the enemy, man. That's crazy. And they, they had like a certain... 
they didn't care about dying at all. In fact, if they died on battlefield, it was cr- it was really happy. It was true, oh my god, I'm true. dying, man! Because uh, they did it for survival. They didn't do it for religion. They did it for survival. If you think about it more, but like if you think about it again, what did they what did they give for other civilization? Maybe how to make a better boat. They were great boat builders, you know. By the way, they were very curious about the outside world. They discovered a lot of continent. They discovered Greenland, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's a big place. Yeah. Difficult to miss. Maybe maybe human beings are driven by curiosity. I think so. And by survival. And why are we also driven by uh, the need for mil- militaristic warfare? You know, because that is what gives us all the technology. Why do you think that's always been connected to us? Okay, so imagine yourself a virus trying to survive, let's say. Uh, I'm not comparing to human being to a virus, but like just the concept about it. Okay. So basically you have to find a certain habitat, you know, that you can survive in and then flourish and then develop certain defenses to continue to exist. But we have something more than a virus. That's Why what, not? what, what do you we, think have, we have. We have something don't? extra. We have like uh, the spiritual side. We have the psychological side. We're more intellectual than a virus. The virus does not think outside his box. You know. Who knows? Maybe the virus is sitting and meditating inside of you. <laughs> you know. You don't know that shit, man. Maybe, maybe. But uh, right? like, how we define virus? It's part of the environment. If virus didn't exist, then like maybe life didn't exist. They say bacteria as well. We are basically made of yeah. bacteria. Yeah. If you think of me, like I was saying earlier, how we are civil- basically living civilizations of biology and bacteria and all these things communicating to each other. You know what I mean? Who's to say that there aren't these big communities inside me? Like maybe like there are, there are different regions of countries that have been separated politically <laughs> inside me. I think arm. about that sometimes. You know, it's crazy. Have you seen Osmosis, the, the movie? Osmos? Uh, the movie, no. It's about but this, I know the concept of Osmosis. Though. It's about this little guy who, who lives, who's a police officer in a human body. Oh. And he's like trying to chase down a virus that's destroying the human body. Really? And like you see, like like the veins are like highways and he's driving cars and shit. It's a really oh. cute, it's a really cute child's it movie. cartoonish, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think I saw it. That idea is so fucking cute and yeah, so yeah, cool yeah. at the same time. It's what a great movie to show, to show a child. True. Because it just opens that child's mind up to different ways of thinking when he goes to sleep tonight. I what, agree, What is he going to dream about? So who's to say we don't know what really is happening? Just because we can't see through a microscope what, what mm. the full image, we get this image, but we don't really get all the other images. Just imagine the kind of filters that each cameras have. And imagine, like, we only have five senses. You know what I mean? Certain animals have senses we can't even understand yet. We don't even understand how most animals fully operate and how they think and if they True. do have True, even emotions. us. Right. <laughs> and there are certain medications that work and we don't even understand why at true, the same time. True. Most it's of medication crazy. actually it works like that except like antibiotics. Because they were so needed. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> More than any any medication at a certain point in history. Like uh, as simple as that. You uh, kill this bacteria, then you're cured. And that's it. That's how antibiotic works. Right. When you talk about viruses, you just have to weaken them enough to overcome them. And they keep on existing in your body, but they never die. Although, in science, they don't call them a living organism. So what's the difference between them and us? Because when we die, if we've left something behind, we do keep on existing to a certain degree, if you think about it. 
Like all the people you've yeah. mentioned today, like yeah. who, who died thousands of years ago. They left a legacy. They left right. uh, generations after. The virus leaves the the uh, and the uh, defense for the next yeah, virus. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So maybe we leave defenses. Well, but that that's what every living human being lived for. Yeah, you know? yeah. We leave defenses so people don't make the same mistakes we do. Yeah. We try and pass on that defense for the next living virus. True, true. And we become stronger. We become more resistant to antibiotics by true. doing so. You know what I mean? just like the virus i agree i agree you know how fucking crazy is that shit, it is it is i love it when people talk about uh, art okay and creativity because i don't think it exists by the norm of an ecosystem it's outside it it's something new let's say uh, a bird can have some certain type of music maybe to tempt the other partner you know it has a purpose but we as human being, we create art out of nothing, and it serves no purpose at all, just to see it as a beauty. You know what I mean? Uh, I think art is the most purest uh, spiritual thing that existed till today. It has a lot of sh- chunk of spirituality in it, because when I talk about spirituality, I talk about humanity. You know, because we're the only species on Earth that has something which is different from other species of how to think and how to uh, feel emotions, you know? Our emotions is very different than an animal. It belongs to us, it's very human. And uh, when we uh, don't focus on it, like, it will fuck us up. That's why, like, I think in recent history, we're more focusing on the scientific side and the, uh, you know, society, how it works, and we're throwing away our spirituality and maybe that's why we're not advancing anymore i don't see civilization advancing anymore okay well, we we're advancing in different ways from the 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 way i mean according to what you what you've told me you're interested in and your passions and your beliefs we aren't advancing in most of those areas from what you told me but we are advancing in different areas for sure yeah. you know uh, what i mean of course of course and i think society I is always headed to one di- to a certain direction you know what i mean and it, and that direction is always shifting depending on what happens. Let's say a big war happens. Now we're we're, de- we're developing into this direction now, and we're learning these new things. Yeah. So it's very dynamic in that sense as well. <laughs> true. True. What did we learn about COVID anyway? I, I just you know what I learned um, recently is that human beings really really fucking value connection from this. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's part of us, you know, right. like communication is essential for us. Uh, imagine yourself stranded on an island for like one year. What would you do without any person there? I mean, I mean there are people who've done this, by the way. There are people who've taken themselves and put themselves on island. Were they normal people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, <laughs> no one is normal in the Yeah, exactly. Day. That's what I mean. You know, you know what I mean right. by normal. Uh, I know what you mean, for sure. And by the way, of course, I know what you mean. We're both bold, bro. We're on the same level. You know, every time I see a bold guy, I, I just feel like I understand him from a distance. I, I give him a smile from a distance. And I'm like, I know what you're... Yeah, I, I, yeah, know you yeah. too, I know what you're going through. Yeah, huh? You know what I mean? Not even I know what you're going through. I, it's like I, I fucking feel you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's just... I always give him a smile. And you know what's very instinctual to do to another human being is raise your eyebrows. I always do that to people I don't know. Like, hey. Because instinctually, it tells you, oh, I know this person. Whenever you raise your eyebrows and look at someone, mm. it's like, oh, huh, hey, really? I must know this guy. Oh, he did that to me. Like, ah. It's a very uh, interesting way psychologically mm, mm, how it affects mm. us. 
So I always do that to every bold guy. I see. Yeah, I never, I, I never notice it, but like interesting. Start okay. doing it to people. See how they react yeah, to you. Yeah. Hey, where do I know you from? No, 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 no. Like, how's your wife? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> go into random conversations with strangers. Yeah, yeah, interesting. You don't really find people on this level, but then again, you never really find anyone on the same level. People are always dynamic with that shit as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the guy who, who was sitting with us, who was screaming on the phone today. Um, you know what I mean? He was on that level today. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. other, everyone, every human being you're interacting with is always perceiving their shit and reacting to it and trying to do what they can survive. True. You know, we're always True. on the struggle to stay alive. And in the end of the day, man, you, you don't know where we're going. You, you, we don't, you don't know where we were. You don't even know where we were, you know? We just find ourselves where we are today and we just keep moving forward. By nature... Uh, we know the answers, you know, like the ultimate question, why do we exist here? Why do we do that or whatever? I think we have it, but like we're not ready yet to see it. I think everybody has his own answer to stuff like that. And if he believes in it, like really deeply, and then he will get there. And what's your own answer for your own personal existence? I'm still uh, learning. Still I'm still learning. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you. You cannot decide what it is. You know, you cannot decide it. Maybe on my deathbed, I will discover. I, I will not know. I think you have it for the day. Like today, my goal is to get home. And you know, you know what? If you look at it, every day is a whole life. You wake up, you're born, you die. Even our whole bodies, every bacteria dies every couple, maybe every seven years. I think all our cells are new now every yeah. seven years so what i was seven years ago is completely dead yeah. if you think about it when you look under your bed and you see all that dead skin mm. and all that dust and you just sit and think fuck all that was me and look at it now what is happening to it it's just getting dispersed into the carpet under the tables being sweeped into a garbage can and thrown away in some dump yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty fucking crazy you know what i mean I mean, like, uh, yeah, I agree, I agree. <laughs> and, like, think about it, like, I would just clean it. But you know what, man? In the end of the day, it's fucking crazy where we are and where we end up. And with that being said, I know where my finger is going to end up. It's going to be en end up on the red button. And I'm going to be, <laughs> and I'm going to end up saying, Mr. Rape, signing off. Yeah.